I got skills. <laughs> yes, you do. Thanks to a good teacher. <laughs> Hello, Tony. My name is Beverly. How are you? I'm doing good, Beverly. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, um, Angela and I are doing this interview together. So, yeah, um, pleased to meet you over the phone. And, um, uh, yeah, I think Angela probably told you maybe um, we're students at um, Cal State Dominguez Hills. Right. Bachelor of Social Work. So, like, we're not. Oh, yeah, we just finished up our second year, going into our third and final year. So, yeah. I am so proud of both of you, you well, know, thank you. to uh, be pursuing right. that. I know it's a challenge. I know the hard work that you both have put into it. And uh, I was telling her that uh, social work was my minor uh, during my undergrad work. So I know oh, the, I know the power of uh, getting an MSW, you know, so. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. So we've been hearing this term around here lately, like, what is your superpowers? And we say we're social workers. So <laughs> uh, with that being said, so what are, what's your superpowers and the organization that you work with? Can you tell us a little bit about that, if you don't mind? Okay, I'll answer the questions. Go ahead. I'll get started. Okay. So, um, Tony, can you tell us a little bit about what you do with your organization um, with regard to social justice or um, what does your organization stand for? Angela pulled a little bit up for me and I was able to take a look at it. But, um, yeah, but just what can you tell us about what you do? To make okay. It uh, I've always had... Um, uh, I would use the word an infinity to not only reach back uh, to help our young people, uh, uh, minorities, specifically Latinos and blacks, if you will, because Wonder. historically, uh, and you just use the key word social justice, you know, uh, and I'm going to go back to the 1940s and the 1950s and 60s. Historically, uh, we have been uh, uh, segmented away from uh, the general societies of the country, the United States. We've always been uh, outcast, if you will. And so the role that I play is, you know, getting in the system, uh, law enforcement, to make change. You know, uh, being on the outside, you know, we can complain all the time about, you know, the police does this, the district attorney office does that. Uh, the judges do this, but once we're inside the system, we can make change to correct some of the social injustices that have happened upon our people. So uh, I started a program uh, back in 1988 uh, to educate young folks, you know, uh, children, if you will, uh, between the ages of seven to 17 years old, Okay. Uh, the, between the ages of seven and 17 years old to understand that, you know, uh, you have rights. Because one thing that Martin Luther King used to say uh, before he passed away, we have a right to protest for rights. And uh, with that, you cannot really make change, not, not only if you don't know the system, uh, to make change. And so that's where I come in at with our program, the UPAC program. Wonderful. Uh, and so uh, with the UPAC program, you know, yes, you know, you could take kids and uh, talk to them. But once you get them under your wing, uh, away from the city, and that's where the summer camp program come in at. Okay. Uh, you get the kids away from the city, and now they're under the, the auspices of law enforcement. And you get to talk to the kids about respecting your parents, respecting law enforcement, respecting 
uh, society. And so, um, and so uh, when it comes to social justice and injustice, and, and you and I and Angie, we have all seen some of the injustices across the country. Yes, we from, have. From uh, Garner to Felipe, uh, the guy who got killed in Minnesota. Yes. Tavares Rice, the little 13-year-old kid that was killed in Michigan. So there have been a lot of situations in the past couple of years that I know, being in law enforcement, that was totally unjustified. Yes. And so, um, and so I developed some programs, an after-school program, a summer camp program, a boxing program, a uh, karate program uh, to get young folks in. And once we got them under our wings, we educate them. Mm-hmm. That's okay. wonderful. So let me ask you this. Um, are you seeing an impact with the ones that you are bringing in? Yes. They- yes. We, we are evidence-based. Okay. And uh, what I mean by evidence based is we track the kids after they leave uh, the week that they're with us and uh, we track them, we monitor them. And uh, we have so many who have gone on to successful careers. Uh, we have Al Malik Wilds. He's the LAPD sergeant. We have okay. Shannon uh, Moore. She's an LVN nurse. Shadi okay. Campbell, she's a nurse. We have yeah. people that have started their businesses. Uh, mm-hmm. There are so many successful stories, you know, uh, Matthew Moore, he's a deputy sheriff now. And we had these kids when they were nine, 10 years old. Now they're all in their 20s and some in their 30s. And so uh, we have tracked them and we've seen the success on many of these kids who uh, who have gone through our program. That's awesome. So let me ask you this. Um, you, you mentioned UPAC. So some of our class, well, our classmates are going to be listening to this. Can you explain to us um, what UPAC stands for? Okay. Program? Yes, for sure. Uh, UPAC was started and founded in 1988 due to a high rise in crime among African-American males and uh, South Central Los Angeles due to the high epidemic rate of crack cocaine sales. And from those sales, uh, gang members, primarily the Crips and the Bloods, were uh, fighting for territory to sell those drugs. And um, uh, while working the county jail as a young jail deputy, I saw the hatred that they exemplified wanting to fight each other. And, um, and so uh, I said to myself, now many of these young guys are 18 and 19 years old. And if you subtract four years or five years from their age, now they're only 14 or 13. So I said it was important for us, we as deputies, to get into the schools, primarily the middle schools and elementary schools, and have an opportunity to talk to the kids about not getting involved in gang life and drug activities. And so I got the permission from then Sheriff Sherman Block to uh, start this program Basically, it was a three-pronged program, uh, summer camp, uh, 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 summer camp, a scholarship program, and an after-school program. And uh, with his blessings, we were able to get the program started. And in 1988, we took, okay. we took our first group up uh, to, to the mountains, uh, Big Bear, okay. uh, and away from the city, away from uh, society. And we hiked, swam, baseball, arts and crafts all the activities of a normal summer camp, but we were able to mentor and explain to the kids that 
you know, going down the path of uh, getting involved in the criminal justice system was a negative way to go. And uh, many of them listened to us. They uh, uh, got the nourishment that we fed them and they took it and ran with it, a lot of them. And uh, many of them ended up getting into our Explorer program, uh, going on to graduate from high school and then to the junior colleges and then to some of the colleges. And so- okay. Awesome, Tony. So I have a, a question for you. Can you tell us what the acronyms of UPAC stand for? Yes, uh, UPAC stands for United Peace Officers Against Crime. And that acronym uh, was, uh, was, 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 was thought about was that we, you know, back in 1988, you had to be socially conscious that you don't want to offend people. We could have said black peace officers against crime or African-American officers against crime, but we wanted to be uh, open to all different uh, uh, ethnic groups. And that's where we got our success because we had a lot of Asian officers, Mexican-American officers, white, black. And so that's where the United Peace Officers came in. Okay. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. So now is it, is it male, female? Or, I mean, is it... Um, it's, co- it's co-ed. Uh, the, camp, co-ed. the camp is co-ed. The staff is co-ed. It's male, female, all different uh, ethnic groups. Uh, and we, 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 we reach out to all ethnic groups. You know, it's not primarily geared for, even though it's spearheaded by black officers uh but we we don't uh 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 you know we, we don't segregate against any other ethnic group that's wonderful okay. that's wonderful okay. so tony one other question um well we still have the four questions we need to ask you but i want to ask you one more question then we'll start the questions that we have to ask for okay class. for sure so who funds your program uh we get funding from um government agencies, we get funding from foundations, and we get funding from fundraisers. So those are our three primary sources is government grants, uh, different foundations from throughout, and companies, corporations. They also, which, which uh, they, they, they've been funding our program for years, and that's how we get our funding. Okay, and is it all um, kids that you guys have at your program? So, like, is it a certain group of kids that go up to the camps, or is it open to all kids? It's open to all kids, uh, regardless of their uh, income, uh, you know, low income, middle income, high income. It's open to all kids because our philosophy is is that children are children. Uh, we don't care about where they come from, what area they come from. Uh, we get kids from Santa Clarita, Palmdale, Downey, Walnut. Uh, Los Angeles, Pasadena, Torrance. Uh, they come from throughout Los Angeles County. Okay. Now, how often can they go to this camp? Um, is it one time it's, or can they come back the following summer? It's a summer camp opportunity. Uh, uh, we do it for one week and we're ready to expand it to two weeks next year because okay. we, we've had so many, uh, so it's been, we, we've had, like this year, we're taking 400 kids up there. We can wow. take yeah, we can take 700 kids, but we have to, we have a waiting list uh, for kids to come. And that's how popular it is. It's really, it's really popular throughout the county. That's wonderful. Awesome. So I have a question. We're going to lead into some of the questions that we have um, specifically that we would like to ask you. Um, and you've covered quite a bit, so we appreciate you being so candid with um, your information. 
Um, what is your motivation for the work that you do? I mean, you, you've said a mouthful and I've been taking notes, so I'm very impressed. But what is your specific motivation for the work that you're doing? Well, I'll tell you, um, uh, what, what, is it Beverly? It is Beverly. Thank Beverly, you. Beverly, I'll tell you, uh, my motivation is, and I'm going to be very open and honest with you, uh, Martin Luther King was a role model for me. When I say a role he, I was just a baby when he passed away. But the work that he did uh, for our for our community, for our country, uh, I learned a lot. And I always say this is that uh, in many of his speeches, he always you'll hear this many times over. You have a right to protest for rights. And uh, I was um, uh, 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 I don't want to use the word abuse, but LAPD, the Los Angeles Police Department, they used to. Um, uh, get after us, if you will. Uh, and so I wanted to make a change, make a difference in our community. Uh, uh, and you have to go back to 1988 uh, when, when things were really, really tough. The homicide rate was about 1,100 a year. Now it's down to about 200 to 300. So you can see the numbers. That's wonderful. Yeah, how the numbers, not, not that we did that, but uh, uh, that's how high and that's how bad crime was at that time. Right. Uh, but uh, just to play a part to educate the kids not to get involved in the criminal justice system because a lot of young people don't know that after the age of 18 years old, once you commit that felony, you cannot get a good job. You cannot get a job with civil service. You can't get a job uh working for different companies. So my motivation was to educate young people not to get involved in the criminal justice system, not to get a police record, you know. And so that's what Tony Campbell's motivation was, was to not, not to educate the kids not to get involved in the criminal justice system. Well, we appreciate your concern and uh, we applaud you for the work that you're doing. Thank you. Okay, so the next question we have is, how do you use your power to advocate for others, such as the community or anyone else that you can think of? Well, I'll use the word influence, uh, not power, but I'll use the word influence. Uh, okay. Being a male black, uh, mm -hmm. you know, in law enforcement, you know, there's not too many male black individuals that step outside the box. Mm -hmm. uh, when I say step outside the box, don't do the outreach that I and that I use my influence to ask others to mm -hmm. join me and what I want to do. And yeah. that's where the blessing have come in. And I have to go spiritual with it because you're asking people to volunteer their time, to give, that's their, right. to give their time to help others. And here we are 30 years later and the program has just flourished. It's grown. And so, uh, I use my influence uh, to show and to set to to show and to set an example that we all, not just Tony Campbell, but we all can make a difference if we work together. And uh, I mentioned some of those young folks earlier, and to see these young folks uh, move on in their life with a career, that's where the the rewards come in at. So um, uh, so I use my influence, not power, but I use my influence to uh, ask others to join me 
in this journey because I tell folks that, you know, through the power of God and through his influence, we can touch other lives and stuff. And so, and I've seen the power of uh, how it works. You know, it does work. Yes. That's awesome, Tony. Okay. That's great. Thank you very much. So the next question we have is what is your understanding of social justice? Uh, and this our, our class this semester, right? Well, this summer is um, social justice. So it's been very informative thus far. And, you know, I, not to cut you off, I want to just kind of interject there that um, when I think about it, um, and from what we've learned so far, you know, it's the distribution of wealth and opportunities, privileges. And so, um, yeah. Okay. And, and you're correct. And social and, and justice, and if you look at the scale, you know, you see the scale where justice is blind. Uh, she has a scale in her hand, and uh, with that scale, there should be no right or wrong. It should be fair. And right. uh, whether you black, white, purple, green, or gray, justice should be fair. And unfortunately, in the United States, and we have to go back to the 1930s up to the 1980s, uh, and I hate to, I hate to, I don't even say I hate to go race, but racially, justice have been unfair to certain minority groups, primarily black right. and Latinos. And so to me, social justice is, uh, once again, to make justice fair and equal, we have to get in the system, whether you're an attorney, a prosecuting attorney, a defense attorney, or a law enforcement officer, we have, uh, we have to get in the system for social justice. Uh, we can sit back all day and cry and complain, but we have to get in the system to make change and just by myself becoming a deputy sheriff and sergeant and all that stuff, I was able to make change. And with that change come justice. And I tell uh, my students is that, uh, you know, and I, I educate my students as far as if you are um, uh, accosted or you're mistreated by a police officer, what to do, how to do it. And so my, my perception for social justice is we have to get in the system to make change. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Well, wonderful. Okay. So, well, um, we sure appreciate um, you taking this time and um, letting us intrude on your evening. Um, so I want to just ask you this here. How can people get connected or find out more about your program? Because I'm very impressed and I would like to, um, you know, look uh, into maybe um, referring some young men or young ladies that can benefit from your program. How do you get connected or how, if someone wants to get, um, make donations or things, where do they go to look um, information? Well, I, I'll tell you, uh, we, like you said, we, 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 we're not no multinational program, but we are, uh, we, we're not grassroots no more, but uh, the best way is our website. We have a okay. web, we have a website, www.upacprogram, UPAC program, Dot org and uh, tells about our program and the, the great benefit about our program is that many of the, the, the people that uh, especially with our summer camp program uh, they come up as counselors uh, whether they're 18 19 years old uh, they put on their application they go for jobs I bring le many a letters uh, as character letters that they were volunteered with the uh, sheriff department and, and this job opportunity oh you volunteer with the sheriff department Oh, okay. And many of them have gained employment by that. Uh, we tell the young folks, the young people, the 13 to 15 year, no, the 15 to 16 year olds, 
about joining our uh, different programs on the sheriff's department, our LAPD, the Explorer program, to get involved. Uh, so, uh, but I would just say through the uh, website, you know, that's, okay. that's a good that's a good start. Wonderful. Well, you are certainly doing your part to make a difference. So um, we appreciate your service. Yes, Tony. And then one other question we have. What is your current job title right now? Are you currently still with the department, um, the sheriff's department, or um, did you retire? Uh, No, I've been blessed to retire. Uh, Congratulations. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a blessing. And so, but uh, no, but I still have the time and uh, the space to operate the program. I'm the executive director for UPAC. And, and, um, and so it's just been a joy uh, to see these young folks come through the program and uh, move on in their lives and start their families. And uh, 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 just, it's just been a blessing. That's awesome. Okay. Well, thank you for your time, Angela. Do you have anything else you would like to add, no. uh, ask Mr. Tony? No, Tony, I really appreciate you taking this time for us to interview you. And our class is going to be very excited to hear about your program and to get the word out so we can get more um, other students involved um, with the summer camp next year. Okay, that's for sure. Did you get the uh, booklets and stuff I sent you? Yes, I did get them, and I'm going to share them with um Beverly, and we're also going to do a presentation next week. Um, not next week, on the 12th. So I don't know. I'll call you so we can um, discuss. Maybe you can come to, to the class if you have time. Uh, on the 12th? I, 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 for sure. Is, is that an afternoon class or? Evening. Evening. Okay, what's the hours? Okay, let's let's cut off on the recording. I'll call you right back, okay? Okay, I'll be here. Okay, thank you very much for um, letting us intrude again on your evening. Yeah. Okay, you're quite welcome, Beverly. Take care now. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye.